This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, April 17, 2019. I'm Caleb Brown. California Congressman Devin Nunez doesn't like being criticized or mocked on Twitter. Who does? Especially by parody Twitter handles pretending to be your mother or a cow. So Devin Nunez filed suit against Twitter, seeking hundreds of millions of dollars, all for hosting those hurtful tweets. He's also sued Liz Mayer, a Republican strategist in Washington, D.C. We spoke last week. Some people are not being very nice to uh, Devin Nunez on Twitter. Um, Devin Nunez doesn't like this. And so he has uh, sued Twitter for allowing this to go on, calling it defamation, which, of course, is a a tort that can be claimed by people. But um, on Twitter, nobody's nice to anyone. And if if you choose to be a public official, it seems logical that people would not be nice to you because you're in the business of taking their stuff and uh, giving it to other people. Yeah, well, I think in in general, uh, yeah, the Internet is not a super friendly place. Um, And I think that that's true whether you are a very visible public figure or not, uh, whether you're a government official or not. (laughs) Certainly, I think if we all look at replies that we have to various tweets that we put out just as average citizens, we're going to see that trend play out. Um, But yes, I think that it's very important to understand here that with regard to these two lawsuits in which I am now a defendant, we have a sitting member of the United States government who is using litigation as a cudgel to try to stifle free speech. And that is literally what James Madison was concerned about when he wrote the First Amendment to prevent people from doing that. You know, his point was that sensorial power should not rest with the government over the people. It should be the reverse, i.e. that people should have free speech, media should have free speech, pamphleteers should have free speech. And, you know, as weird as it seems to compare pamphleteers to modern day people tweeting away uh, in the form of, you know, an anonymous cow or myself on Twitter, um, the reality is that what Madison was trying to protect was that speech that would enable people to hold their government accountable and to criticize government officials. Um, And that's really what's at issue in this lawsuit, whatever else he may say. This is a First Amendment case, and this is about whether we are going to have, you know, broad supports and defenses for free speech in this country or whether they are going to be curtailed. The suit seems, uh, if not frivolous, at least baseless. Um, but making the claim that that and roping Twitter into this uh, seems to be particularly problematic. I think it's one thing to sue an individual and say, you are defaming me. Uh, but I think it's quite another to loop in this massive platform to say, you should, you, I, the government, uh, or I, a member of the U.S. government, think that you should not be allowed to allow these kinds of statements on your platform. I mean, obviously, I have to be careful how I respond to that and what I say about any of this as a defendant in the lawsuit. Um, But certainly there are commentators who have gone out and opined about that and the merits of doing that uh, and what that means for free speech and freedom of association and free markets and things like that. Um, You know, from my perspective, obviously, my focus really is on the free speech element of this because my free speech rights are specifically what he is trying to limit and what he's trying to curtail. But I would just add to that that, well, this is obviously directed at me and whoever Devin Nunes's cow and Devin Nunes's mom are. The reality of the situation is that this 
if this lawsuit is successful, this is going to adversely impact the free speech rights, not just of me, not just of the fake anonymous cow on social media or the the fake mom, but frankly, you know, the president of the United States. I mean, Donald Trump is an avid tweeter. Uh, he expresses very strong opinions. He is very disdainful of many people. He's very negative. Um, and he is very critical and not always of people who have the public standing and, you know, sort of the public figure that Devin Nunes does. And so I think it's very important, really, I think, for Congressman Nunes to think about what he's doing here and what kind of precedent he's setting, because you could easily end up in a situation if these lawsuits are successful where, you know, frankly, you have a certain number of these, I think, you know, depending on what your assessment of Donald Trump's net worth is, perhaps 16 of them, and you've bankrupted him over his Twitter feed. Um, you also can easily have a situation where potentially 50% of what is covered on Fox News on any given day puts that uh, that company in a position where it can be bankrupted and where its hosts and anchors and reporters too can be bankrupted. And of course, the same is true when you're looking at you know, media organizations that are probably more associated with the Democratic Party or the left or progressives. And uh, this is really a slippery slope. I think it's a very serious problem. Um, and I think that it raises real questions about the congressman's commitment to fulfilling his oath of office. At the end of the day, he swore an oath to support and defend the Constitution. Um, that includes the First Amendment. It's an integral part of the Constitution. There's a reason it's the First Amendment. And I'm not sure that he's fulfilling his obligations and upholding that oath in bringing these lawsuits. Um, what are his specific claims against you? I'm going to be honest. I, you know, I, I don't think that it's a good idea for me to be going through the specific claims or attempting to interpret them. Um, certainly, I, I think if that's something that people are interested in exploring, they can read the documentation. It is available online and there has been lots of reporting about it. Um but clearly, he feels that me doing things like tweeting, holy crap, with an exclamation point in all caps, and then linking to a bad news article about him is in some way a tort. Um, and I think it's fair to say that Congressman Nunes and I have very, very radically different interpretations of the applicable law here, which includes the First Amendment. Um, and that's probably really about as far as I can take this. I think people should go and take a look at the reporting on this. They should go and actually look at what he is asserting, um, because that is really the only way that I think people are going to properly understand what he is doing here or maybe attempting to do here. Um, you know, he's obviously given interviews and made statements about this as well, and people should probably scrutinize those. Um, but from my perspective, I think this is a clear assault on my rights of free speech, and it's an attempt to shut me up. And I don't personally think that any American who is attempting to hold their government accountable for any reason should be shut up, um, you know, short of things like yelling fire in a theater. Um, there should be very, very few limits on rights of free speech. And I think that he has a very different take on civil liberties writ large and free speech in particular than I do and than I believe most people listening to this podcast will. Liz Mayer is a Republican strategist in Washington, D.C. Subscribe to the Cato Daily Podcast wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast. <laughs>